Hello, hello, everyone. Happy Sunday. I hope everyone is doing very well today. Um, I am in my car podcasting, as if you haven't heard from the previous episode, you would know that, unfortunately, um, uh, COVID got my husband, but um, I'm not here to be sad today. I'm here to be grateful. Um, I, you know, God is a healer, and we are blessed, and, um, you know, thank you for everyone who did pray for us, because my husband is doing so much better, so much better, guys, like, he's not coughing um, too bad anymore, he still has a cough, but it's not to the point where he's, like, wheezing and not hardly able to breathe, he's not vomiting, he's able to hold food down, you know, he is able to walk around and move around, um, but we are still on quarantine, of course, our last day of quarantine is tomorrow, and um, he is actually, he's ready to go back, but he still feels very weak, Uh, he's gonna have to return back to work on the 27th, and I'm just grateful that he's okay, I was really scared for him, as you guys heard in the last episode, you know, I was really afraid that I was gonna possibly lose him, or, you know, I, I was just really scared, but, you know, I, I just prayed, and I'm sure you guys prayed with me, and our family and friends, you know, they were so amazing and helpful, and they would drop things off, um, at our gate, you know, and then I would come get them for things that they thought would be useful and helpful, and, you know, I'm just blessed to have very loving and caring people in my life. And, you know, I just, I couldn't be happier. I really couldn't. And um, I am looking forward to returning back into the world um, as obviously, you know, I'm on a healing journey myself. Um, So far, I am blessed to not have gotten it, but I do have to test tomorrow. I've already had one test. Um, A couple days, the doctor recommended me to do um, a couple days, um, I think it was like the fourth or fifth day, um, and I tested negative, so I am going to get tested tomorrow, um, and see what that, uh, comes out to before I enter myself back into, um, the world, but, um, I'm just very happy, and I just wanted to kind of let you guys know, you know, like an update, or, you know, with him and everything, like my Scorpion King is, he's good, and he's back to himself, and I just couldn't be more grateful, and I am so grateful for all of you, everyone in my life, and um, God, um, you know, the universe, every, everything just worked out amazing, and so with that said, um, I wanted to kick off the Taurus wellness episode, um, this is also where we do our, um, a affirmation for Taurus season, and also I do have new um, cards. They're astrology cards, but they can also be used as oracle cards, and I know what you guys are thinking. Wait, didn't you say you were done with this, and you're not going to do that anymore, and all that stuff, and you know what, guys? For some reason, it's like my energy vibes with these cards. Um, I felt like my energy vibed a little bit with the other ones. Uh, well, with one in particular, two of them, I was, I felt like it was a little off. It wasn't really for me, and that's why I had stopped kind of using it. Um, but these ones, you know, I've been using them myself, and I just been 
you know, I've I've been getting like good messages and I, I've heard somewhere where someone said that some cards just don't want to, they, they're not for you. And I feel like the last, I think it was like three cards. Cause I have another card set too. That was like an animal Oracle. And that one seemed to work very well for me. Um, and I had no problem, but I feel like the other three, I believe or four that I had gotten, two of them were tarot's tarot's didn't work at all for me for some reason um those specific decks I guess and the other one and the other um oracle ones um like I said one of them was okay into a certain point and then the other one was I don't know I would always feel like I would get like the worst with the mermaid cards that I had um so I'm not going to use those at all anymore um but um these seem to work well with me I feel at peace I feel like it's more, how can I say it? It's just more like all of them are intuition based, but it just really, I don't know. It just really speaks to me guys. I don't know. It's hard to explain, but they just, they work well with me. And, um, I, I, I do have two different, um, decks. One of them is an astrology card. It's not really, um, I don't think it's a, um, it's not an Oracle related one, but it's just straight up astrology where you can learn astrology. And the other ones I got are also an astrology deck that you can learn from, which to me, I find it way easier. Um, it's very intuitive and very, it's more understanding compared to the other ones that I had, especially when it came to studying the houses, it really made sense uh, how it explained how the plant, the planets in the house and the sign, like how they work. So as we, as you guys know, we're coming close to the end of the sun sign um, studies and everything that I do, and we're going to be moving to other stuff, and definitely houses is going to be one of them, aspects and all that good stuff, because um, we're here to learn together. We're here to understand together, because that's where my strong suit doesn't lie, doesn't lie well within the houses. I, I always got really confused with it, so um, that's why I said we can just learn together, so this deck right here, this is the one that's astrology only, and it's the Numinous Astro deck by uh, Ruby Warrington and Bess Matassa. And um, I just want to start off so we can know, like, you know, what Taurus season means in their, you know, like in a professional astrologer's eyes. So let's go ahead and jump into it. So Taurus is known as the bombshell. Keywords are full, receptive, gorgeous, rooted, grounded, posh, placid, materialistic, languid, gentle, valuable, permanent, hoarding, obstinate, inflexible. And um, let's see. So um, it says, slow down, dig your toes into the rich, moist soil, feel the delicious weight of your body as each one of your five senses finds an anchor in the material world. If Taurus has a mission, it is to remind us what a gift it is to inhabit a human body, to have us pause for a moment to sample the sensual pleasures of the earthly realms. Taurus is a sensuous four-handed massage scented with copal and succulent black forest gatu soggy with booze spiked cream. Indulgence is our birthright. Taurus insists. Pleasures not only a principle but a practice. To be well fed and watered and decked out in couture, a part of the doctrine that defines our humanness, determines our self-worth. Taurus tends to 
to the roof above its head, first and foremost. Its material footprint, a solid foundation from which to generate untold riches. Securely shod and fully filled up, Taurus has the stamina to move mountains. The, the patience to cultivate or orchards ripe with juicy fruit. A practitioner of pra practical magic, the Taurus dedication to all things worldly can come off a little uninspired. This sign prefers to be able to see see it in its three-dimensional realness to believe it, to be able to touch, smell, and taste it. Having heard it coming from a mile away, the element of surprise is a frazzling electric shock to Taurus. A leap too far beyond the comfort of its own skin, Taurus prefers to take things step-by-step, step, placing one wheel, one well-heeled hoof in front of the other, collecting talisman and trinkets along the way, patting its nest with with proof of its undeniable value in the world. But what about the treasure trove within? When a Taurus learns to pair the pursuit of posh dinners with sips of nectar from the golden chalice of a spirit of its spirit, the sign begins to inhabit the full gloriousness of its body of its body temple. When you pull this card, Taurus means it's time to get back to the basics of love and self-worth. What feels delicious right now? Confront any signs of scarcity, mentality, and explore what's holding you back from believing in life's endless buffet. Try a simple what uh, want. Uh, try to simply want what feels good to want and move toward it. This is a prime feasting energy, and you're asked to celebrate the sensual in all forms, scents, sights, tastes, touches, and smells. You don't have to do anything at all right now. Simply lie back and appreciate the treats. For journal prompt, a list of luxur luxurious experiences you can gift yourself every day. That's amazing because, you know, um, we are still within the self realm of the Zodiac now um, for the first six um six uh signs and of course when it comes to cancer cancer is one of the self signs that start to kind of inhabit the well what about others you know what about other people um while everyone else is still more for like what can i do for myself what can i do to take care of myself what can i do to accomplish what i want in life cancer is one of the ones that are like uh well, what about others though, guys? I mean, I need to take care of myself, but I also want to make sure other people are taken care of too. Um, but since we're not on cancer, Taurus is uh, the, the first earth sign uh, that we are in right now. Um, that is about the self, taking care of the self, but also having some things going. So to me, I, I like to take this energy as to you know, you have your things that you kind of wrote down that you wanted in Aries season, like the, like your, the business you wanted to start, the goal of working out, losing weight, you know, um, gaining muscle, um, healing, uh, getting a different job, you know, um, running every morning, you know, you kind of put in those kind of like goals and everything. But Taurus season is where you kind of make, you know, like, okay, so how am I going to get this started, you know? What am I going to do? Let's take that movement to start working toward that. Now, as you're working towards that, um, also don't forget that you need to have your own self-care. You know, you need to take care of yourself to be able to be fresh and understanding of what it is, how you're going to execute that, um, that plan that you made during Aries season, during that cardinal season, the ideas and everything. So yes, this is a time to definitely ground yourself, take care of yourself. Like, um, as it said, you know, like 
Think of things that you can do every day that's luxurious, that feels good to you. So because it's an earth um, earth season to me, I am looking more toward how to make myself, like ground myself, take care of myself in nature, right? So I I, I want to do like, once I'm out of here, I definitely am going to take more nature walks. I am going to do, um, I'm going to ground myself in nature because um, I have this specific spot that I go to and I'm going to take my shoes off and I'm going to allow the earth to energize me and like, like refuel my body because that's what I need. That's what makes me feel good. And then the next day, I'm going to also go to um, more closer to where, um, the mountains are where I can go to a nice, wonderful, beautiful river that I love and sit there and meditate and even look at rocks, like little crystals that I can bring home um, and just feel good and just listen to the sound of the river, the cleansing, healing sound of how it's, you know, like moving and cleansing everything that's passing by. So, yeah, you can do that, you know, or you can even like um, a massage is great. Um, Taurus rules the neck. Um, get get like a nice neck massage. Get um, you know, get just get your body taken care of. Go get your nails done. Get your feet done. Go get your hair done. Taurus is also ruled by Venus. You know, that's your time to also, you know, like beautify yourself. Like I'm thinking about getting eyelash extensions again because I love them. And it's just like, I feel like when you have those, like when I had those, I hardly ever had to put on makeup because I already looked like I was wearing makeup. So, um, but yeah, like just do that and we'll get more into it because I don't want to just explain everything. I haven't even jumped into the wellness part because it's also going to explain some stuff, but I also want to go ahead and pull the card for, um, we have a ritual card, uh, for Taurus that I want you guys to, I encourage you guys, I don't want, it's up to you, I encourage you guys to um, to do and get involved in, because um, I think it's, they're really fun, I know that when I, um, when I have been pulling them, I have a lot of fun, you know, like doing the little rituals, they make me feel good, and then I journal about them, but our affirmation for Taurus season, let's see, so... Let's see what it's going to be. It is. I love and accept I love and accept myself as I am and everything in my life works. So this is perfect for Taurus season. I'm gonna read that again. Our Taurus season affirmation is I love and accept myself as I am and everything in my life works. So yes, definitely take care of yourself out of love. Do things for yourself out of love because you want to do it, not because you you want to make yourself or force yourself to do it, because you want to do it and know that everything in life does work out for you. You know, you have to keep that positive mindset that even when things are going hard, things are still working out. You know, there's always a learning reason. There's always that little bump in the road that we have to get through, but it still is all working out for you. You know, just believe that wholeheartedly and don't... Um, don't allow yourself to feel like it's not. But let's go ahead and, and jump into the book. Um, I, I read from Astrology for Wellness, Star Sign Guides for Body, Mind, and Spirit Vitality by Monty Farber and Amy Zerner. Um, I have some disclaimers. <laughs> 
I know the broken record bitch is finna say it again, but it's just important because, you know, someone could be new up here. And if you are, hi, welcome, please stay, please join us and learn in astrology with us together. Um, Like I said, I've studied lots of astrology since I was 12, um, but I never got really deep into it because like then when I was little, they didn't really have a lot of like sun, moon and rising. It was just a sun sign. So that's all I ever knew. And then uh, I think a few years later, I think it was like around like 2018 is when I found out like, you know, when someone's like, I was listening to a podcast and they're like, yeah, what's your moon? What's your moon sign and rising? I was like, what is this? I was like, moon sign and rising. I've never heard this. And I of course, I went crazy looking it up. And then, of course, I had to find, like, like hassle my mom for my birth chart. And then it just opened a whole new, like, can of, like, wonder. And it just really helped me learn myself, to be honest, once I found all that. And I've become, like, not obsessed with it, but I just use it for everything, um, for to understand myself, uh, ways of healing, because there's also medical astrology, um, all kinds of goodies. But anyways, before I go off on a tangent, like I always do, um, yes, so this book has recipes in it. I will not read the recipes, of course. You would have to buy the books. It's only fair to the authors. Um, It also has cell salts. Now, I will give you the cell salt for the signs, but disclaimer, cell salts are over the counter. Do I use them? Yes, I do, because I don't mind using myself as a guinea pig, and I use herbs and all kinds of goodies that are not common in Western medicine, uh, but I'm more of a holistic type of person. So with that said, you can use these, but please contact your doctor. (laughs) Ask them if it's okay. You know, like, I'm my own person. You're your own person. Do what you got to do, but I don't want someone like, well, the charming Libra said I was supposed to take this because I'm a Scorpio and now I feel sick. I don't want that. Like, I don't want that on my, on my ass. So whatever you do, just ask your doctor about it. So there's that. And there you go. I won't have to say it when it gets to that point. Okay. So let's go ahead and jump in. I cannot, it just still blows my mind that, um, we're in tourist season. It just, it it blows my mind. It really does. It's just, I can't believe it guys. It's like everything is just going so fast. So, um, as you all know too, it also goes through the stats and I read them because everyone has different stats for the signs. So why not? So, Taurus, April 20th to May 20th, planet Venus, how we define and utilize beauty and attract our our desires to us, element, earth, symbol of what you can touch, substance, practicality, and grounding. Quality, fixed, stubborn, concerned with dependability, determination, and stability. Quick read, Taurians are fixed earth. They know how to sustain an effort in matters that concern talent, security, values, and finances. They do not like to qu- they do not like to quit even when they should. Therefore, learning how to get- learning how to let go is one of the most important lessons for Taurus. Colors are spring green, blue, pink. Personal qualities: loyal, pragmatic, good-humored, reliable, and musical. Keywords: slow, steady. Values: money, caution, control, security, ten- tenacity 
architecture, beauty, habits, supplies, kindness, calmness, romance, and sensuality. As I mentioned in the last episode too, Taurus is like, like I said, it's not only a beauty and a thing to take care of yourself and to get things going. It's also, it's that money. It's when to increase your money, when to invest, all that good shit. So like I said, use this time very wisely. All right, so Taurus natives are learning about the be- the, the best practices and pitfalls of the following characteristics. How to plan how to plan your course of action before even the most minor undertaking. How to be proud of your strength, persistence, and endurance, and not just results. How to make a secure, comfortable, and beautiful home for yourself and others. How to live well by one's own definition and not that of others. How to rely on your own memory and not be swayed by that of others. How to truly appreciate beautifully designed apparel, jewelry, and fine dining. How to appreciate music and singing, which you immerse yourself in totally and may actually participate in performing or creating. Well, that that's kind of new to me. I'm I'm surprised about that. I didn't know that Tor- Torians were um, like kind of like musical people. If anyone else knew that, amazing. For some reason, I did not. Never really heard of it. I just mainly hear of them like loving food, um, being stubborn, <laughs> liking to be pretty and aesthetically pleasing at that. Um, and all that good stuff. But anyways, let's go ahead and jump in. Those who can cope with anything that gets in their way display the, the, the determined, steady, and methodical personality of the sign Taurus. They can be depended on to follow every step of plan severally and deliberately, especially when they know their reward will be pleasure and luxury. Many people born under the sign of Taurus shall share a lot in common with their symbol, the bull. Though they are usually patient and gentle when pushed too far, Torians can become like a bull tormented by a torridor's uh, cape. And which is funny because my ex, um, my ex-fiance uh, was a Taurus. And it's funny because one of the things he would say when he would get pissed is, uh, you, uh, yeah, you mess with the bull, you get the horns. And he wasn't into astrology or anything like that. But that, that's, that, that was one of the things he would say to me. Uh, okay, you fuck with the bull, you get the horn. So I thought that was funny um, that he would say that. Anyways, angry or not, they are so set uh, on their goal that they can see little or nothing else. In fact, they sometimes think they must be equally set on the way they will accomplish their mission. Many people born under the sign of Taurus are a source of mystery and awe to other to their friends because no one except a Taurus will exert the energy necessary to put up with a situation most other signs would just walk away from. But Taurians don't even like a walk around a situation, let alone walk away from one. Meeting challenging situations requiring patience and endurance is how they prove their abilities to themselves and those around them. Torians get the material comforts that they need and overcome obstacles by exerting their immense power in a sustained and methodical manner, no matter who who or what tries to make them give up on their effort or even deviate from their plan. They function best when they are able to con- concentrate and stick to a, a perceived plan. The reason why Torians are sometimes not as determined, patient, and comfortably well off as they wish they were is because people do not arrive in the world already an expert in the things their sun sign is known for. They have come into this world with a challenge of the astrological sign Taurus because they want to learn how to determine 
how to be determined, patient, comfortably well-off or wealthy, and how to cope with everything those things require. If Torians really want to possess what they desire, they must learn to include in their plan to achieve their goal at least some, at least some room for flexibility and change because sometimes the best way to get what they want is to modify and adjust their plan of attack to the circumstances in which they find themselves. It is not enough to be stubborn, a stubborn bull if you want to be a successful one. Fear is the cost of Taurus's stubbornly clinging to a plan, a belief, or even a person when all the evidence points to the fact that it would be best to change that plan and believe it or not, um, see the person anymore. So that's a huge thing for Taurians. Um, you guys do truly hold on with a death grip to things that sometimes are not good for you. Because you just don't like to get out of your comfort zone. It's something you're familiar with, even though it's torturous to you. It's something you're so familiar with that you're you're afraid to, you know, like, change it up. You know, like, there's just some things you cannot, you just cannot make, especially if it comes to people. You can't force someone who doesn't want to change to change. You can't force someone who wants to do something, who doesn't want to do something for you that you want them. Like, you have to let them do that on yourself. And if it's someone that's toxic and making you unhappy, you got to release that grip. Like, trust me, you're not a failure because it didn't work out. If anything, you're helping yourself move on the healing path to something better. Um, same with even... um things, you know, or something with school or, or like it said, a plan, like if the plan's not working, it's okay to slow down and be like, okay, where can I adjust this at? Because if you continuously keep beating your head on, you know, the wall, when the door right next to you is opened (laughs) and it's just like, it's not helping you. It's just not worth it. And it's not going to help you grow at all as a person. So it says the fear of being proved weak and wrong and to have wasted one's precious time is the obvious case. This is also the fear of having to face the unpredictable unknown and go through struggle of coming up with a new plan, finding a new person and having to learn a whole new way to proceed that is often strong enough to cause a Torian to stay when, when they should go and to fight on when they should move on. Torians are by nature very resistant to lis- to listening to any advice that they think is not in agreement with the plan they have already decided on. What good what good is advice if a person has already decided that what they believe to be the way is the only way? That's true. You <laughs> you know, a thing I would say when I worked in the medical field um is you know, I need help me help you. You know, like you can come to me and say, oh, you know, like I'm gaining weight. Oh, I'm I'm not losing weight. Oh, this hurts and that hurts. Or, oh, I feel really, um, you know, thirsty. And, and I can be like, well, you know, you need to drink more water. I don't like water. It's nasty. Okay. So you don't like water, but you're complaining about you're dehydrated. So help me help you. Like I'm offering the solution but you don't want to take it because a soda is not going to fucking, you know, um, it's not going to hydrate you. If anything, to me, I don't know about anyone else, but for definitely for me, I don't drink sodas because sodas make me way more thirsty. And then you end up having to drink a whole 12 pack of sodas to feel, you know, to feel good, to, to feel somewhat thirsty, but then you're still always thirsty. So I don't fuck with them for that reason. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, if I want a grape soda here, there, and once in a blue moon, I will do that. 
but I always make sure I have a water with me afterwards because I always feel really thirsty afterwards. So I don't really care for them uh, as, as often. Like if I drink one, it's fine. I don't feel like extremely thirsty, but if I drink, like if I'm, if that's all I'm drinking, like I'm not like literally, I, I feel like I'm fucking drying up. Like I have no water in my body and it's horrible. So hell, you know, you gotta like, you can't help people who, you know, don't, don't want to your advice. And that's why you always make sure that you, you know, when they could, they come to you when they're ready to listen, because you're just going to waste your breath if you don't. So as the English writer, John Haywood said in 1546, there, there are not, there are none so blind as those who will not see. You do not have to make big changes, but you have to, you have to be open to change. Remember change is the evidence of the existence of life and unswerving loyalty and devotion to those you love are amongst your most conspicuous traits if you were born when the sun was in this sign. Also, you are conscious of every step toward prosperity and you regard financial affluence as one of your highest goals. This attitude is prompted by the fact that the sign Taurus rules wealth. Remember, Taurians are learning to be strong and resolute. And that was in capital letters. Okay, so let's move forward with that. All right, so wellness and fitness tips for each sign. So Taurians usually enjoy good stamina throughout their lives by when they do experience issues, the problems tend to cure in the sinus area, throat, and lungs. These parts of the body can be vulnerable and and subject to repeated infections. Neck and voice problems are also common complaints as the body part that Taurus rules is the neck. Taurians tend to like sweet, creamy desserts, which can eventually lead to weight issues if eaten frequently or in excess. Fatty, high-calorie cuisine should be avoided. Taurians should also stay away from foods that are high in sodium or caffeine, as these can have troublesome effects on their systems. Taurus loves the outdoors, so meditative time spent in beautiful gardens or arbitoriums would be healthy a healthy habit to develop. Taurus like it, like it slow but steady, so the treadmill works as does weight training for Taurians, who like to prove how strong they are. Bulls need to make a plan and follow it faithfully, though they don't mind skipping a day here and there, especially if it's for a spa day or another luxurious, luxurious experience. Taurians must take care not to strain their necks when they exercise. They can also have issues around flexibility and would benefit from an unhurried gentle yoga routine and a beautifully appointed studio. Stretching tense muscles can give pleasure, and Taurians should never try to push themselves beyond that point. Tactile Taurus knows how to get comfortable and relish massages with a slow, even steady pressure. So yes, definitely take care of yourself in those ways. Weight training is really good for you guys. Um, hiking, I think, would like really benefit um, Tauruses, as far as a way of activity, anything that's outside in the earth, um, anything that's beautiful, that's a beautiful background, you know, cause they're all about the aesthetics and stuff. So yeah, that'd be a good one. And yeah, it's weird. Like, um, I know like a few, um, Tauruses that, um, usually they're known to have like thyroid issues or like goiter and all that stuff. Uh, so that's why you definitely want to make sure you are, um, really good with like not overly like having sugars and stuff like that because as like Libras you guys are kissed by Venus the ruling planet and any Venetian planet um is all about like just being soft and 
you can be lazy and indulge and you can end up getting diabetes, which is not cool. So be careful. Here's the 12 cell salts for this one. And for Taurus, it says Taurians are dependable, hardworking individuals who enjoy the arts. Music, design, fashion. Visualizing a bull, the symbol of Taurus, it isn't surprising that Taurus rules the throat, neck, larynx, tongue, and thyroid. So, natrum sulfur, sulfuricum, cell salt number 11, and I will spell that, spell that out for you guys, just in case. You can ask for cell salt 11, but to be sure, it's natrum, N-A-T-R-U-M, sulfuricum, sulfuricum. S-U-L-P-H-U-R-I-C-U-M, again, cell salt number 11, is the corresponding cell salt. It is a, re- it is a remedy for the flu virus and key to a healthy di- digestive system, all very important for overind- overindulging Taurians. Yeah, you guys are pretty much kind of like us Libras when it comes to getting that, you know, little sugar taste. So let's go ahead and jump into the power stones and the healing crystals. And for Taurus, it is rose quartz. I love this stone. I really do. Um, I've been, uh, I actually have one. I think I've mentioned it to you guys, obviously. I have one, a big rose quartz tower in my room. I was wearing a rose quartz pendant and a bracelet for a while. Um, and then I always switch out my crystals for, um, and my crystal jewelry for whatever I'm feeling I need energy wise, um, that I'm like lacking or that I need to have enhanced or something like that. But rose quartz is a wonderful, beautiful pink stone that is amazing for self-love and compassion and everything else. It's like the ultimate heart stone, the ultimate like love stone. But anyways, it says rose quartz is a stone that can help heal the heart because it works on an, on an emotional level. It can help you become more aware of the love that is all around you and can assist you in getting in touch with your emotions. Excuse me. <sighs> rose quartz teaches us to love ourselves more, thus opening us up to a greater universal love. When we don't love ourselves fully, we are wounded inside and a wound will always cry out to be healed. Rose quartz heals emotional wounds by giving compassion and comfort. It can be used to help overcome grief. Rose quartz properties include inner peace, tranquility, and all matters dealing with the giving and receiving affection. Unlike the hard edge pointed crystals of clear quartz, the lovely rose quartz is found in great veins running through Mother Earth like her life's blood. Use it when compassion and generosity need to be shown or when healing and forgiveness are needed. Rose quartz may help those who have suffered through trauma and the pain of an unhappy childhood. If this is true for you, start by forgiving yourself and others. Be gentle with yourself and others. We all have suffered wounds. From forgiveness can come a path to true healing. You can also sleep with rose quartz next to you on a bedside table. The pain of a different past problem may come up in dreams, but you can better handle it if you affirm before you go to sleep that you are ready to forgive yourself and others and to release all, all pain from past events. Rose Quartz message. Self-fulfillment and inner peace require you to love and nurture yourself and those you care about. Work on how to give love as well as how to receive it. Remember to forgive. Other gemstones for Taurus are emerald, malachite, and selenite. Um, 
you know, I, I, I don't know if I mentioned to you guys, I, um, like one of my weird dreams that I have, but I, I wrote it down in my dream, dream journal. And, um, one of them, it, it was weird because I think it had to do a lot with some things that I feel. Um, and I had a dream that <laughs> it's like, I had a dream that my husband was cheating on me, but it was like, the guy had my husband's like shape and tallness, but his face looked different. It wasn't really my husband's face, but he had on his clothes and everything else. And he had cheated on me in my dream and we were at my mom's house and I was really upset. And I was like, how could you do that and stuff? And then I was just like, get out, you know, like I'm so sick of this. And I just started to, I just really started to freak out. Like in my dream, I had a panic attack. And then I told my mom, I was like, I want him out of here. And I was like, and then all of a sudden I started to get where my throat was so closed up tight that as I was like yelling, I had no voice and then I couldn't breathe and I felt like I was going to die. And I was like, call the ambulance, you know, but it's like my voice wouldn't come out. And my husband and my mom and everyone looked at me like, oh, they're like, stop being so dramatic. You're always so dramatic. And I was like, call the fucking ambulance. But it's like, I was like, ah, you know, call ambulance. like, like that. And it's like my voice, I couldn't even talk to my voice. I was falling to the ground. I was so weak. And I was like, I'm going to die, you know? And my mom just kind of looked at me like, okay, yeah, right. You're not going to die. You're just being dramatic. And I was like really hurt. And I was like literally dying in my dream. And I, you know, when I woke up from that, I had to really think and understand like, what, what did that mean for me? Like, what was that dream trying to tell me? Is that some kind of something I'm feeling, something that, um, is going on right now? Um, like what, what is the message in that dream? And I kind of thought about it and I was like, the message in that dream, you know, after I like sat and meditated and really like reflected on it, the message of that dream is I don't feel heard. I don't feel taken serious sometimes because um, I know I can be a little drama queen. Like I, I can be, you know, um, that's just how I always been. Um, I'm a Leo rising. So yeah, I can be a little uh, like obnoxious when like, especially when I'm hurt. And then I just go into this whole, like, literally it sounds like a, a freaking spotlight and a song should start playing and I should start telling how I feel in a song sometimes because that just comes out sometimes. Anyways, but th there's a lot of the times I was, I'm always, I always was the youngest. I am the youngest out of my family. I have like one older sister and I was always the youngest out of like my friends and stuff. Um, and you know, it's always like, Oh, you know, like, Oh my gosh, you're emotional. Oh my gosh. You know, like, you're so sensitive, you're this, you're, you're like, oh my god, you're just, um, a drama queen sometimes, you know, like, you're too much, because, like, they would just laugh because of how, like, I can over-exaggerate how I'm feeling and stuff, like, it's almost like, like I say it in poetry, like, no joke, but, um, yeah, and I guess that just kind of came out in me of, you know, I feel like, you know, because people don't let me speak, it's almost like my throat chakra is blocked. And that's what I felt like that message is. And so it's time for me to start speaking my truth and to be heard. And so since then, you know, I've been working on speaking my truth. And if it makes someone uncomfortable, 
I'm sorry, but it's like, if you make me feel a certain way, or I feel like I need to express something, I'm going to express it, you know, and I think anybody should have that right without having to feel like they are too much, or they're a drama queen, or they're sensitive, and all that stuff, like, people deserve the right to be able to, you know, talk for themselves, and to feel understood, and not be taken as a joke, so... You know, that's why I also kind of have, like, my little blue appetite, you know, doing that throat chakra healing, you know. Got me um, some stuff that's, you know, I've just been really connected to the throat chakra and, like, blue stones and um, heart stones, which are, like, green. A lot of, like, earthy tones lately because, you know, green represents healing, so that's what I use. Anyways, astrology, aromatherapy, and sign sense. And for our lovely Taurans, it's the best kind of scent for a kind, earthy, patient, practical Taurus is a luxurious blend of rich, sweet, creamy flowers such as honeysuckle, ooh, I love that scent, gardenia, or mongolia to encourage feelings of protection and security. Taurus types are loyal, pragmatic, and good-humored. Taurus relishes harmony. Beautiful art and music and delicious smells are important to a Taurus, as the sign is ruled by Venus, the planet of love and affection. To nurture their sensual nature, try patchouli and Lang Lang. Um, Hysop and wild cherry will help elevate the sore throats that sometimes both tourist tourist types. Okay. Ooh, it's getting warm in this car. So, uh, breakfast foods. I'm going to let down the window with some air in here. Okay. Sorry about that. But, okay, so breakfast foods and snacks. Eating the right breakfast or snack for your astral personality can make the difference between having an amazing day. I don't know why I just read that because I read that when I first started this book, so I need to read it again. Anyways, Torians value a middle-of-the-road approach to life. Not likely to get caught up in the latest trend, they believe in being themselves and often have a big appetite for all things delicious. The phrase, haste makes waste, expresses Taurus viewpoint in a nutshell. Torians love creamy classics that they can savor, so a piece of cheesy cheddar uh, quiche or a velvety smoothie is perfect to, fe- to feed the hungry beast. Taurus is all about their appreciation of living well, what can be touched and savored. They have a common sense approach along with fondness for a good life, luxury foods, and eating uh, pleasure. That doesn't mean that they can't enjoy healthy foods as long as the foods still taste delicious. Taurus likes smoothies, so try adding a superpower like matcha, cacao, or green mor- moringa powder. It is a food, if a food can pull off the feet of being rich and creamy yet still somehow nutritious like avocado, it's got Taurus written all over it. So, I hope if you guys have tried these, please let me know. Please, please, please. <laughs> Um, like I said, I do have the um, Charming Libra Instagram up. Of course, it looks kind of bald-headed right now because I'm still working on it. But I did post the little blue appetite necklace that I made for myself. But I have actually found a better, you know what, I'm not going to deter. I'll talk about this after I'm done because I always do that. Anyways, follow me at the, the Charming Libra on Instagram if you would like. But nourishing zodiac tea infusions. So, white tea infused with jasmine and peach creates a comforting, smooth brew that an industrious tourist can relax with. 
Taurus likes to plan for prosperity and growth while taking a time out, sitting in a cozy chair with a delicious cup of tea to chase away stress. Okay. Yoga poses. And I, like I said, I would like for you guys, I can't explain these. Some of these poses are fucking insane to um, explain. And um, I would, I mean, of course, I'll tell you the name of it. Please go um, either Google or I like to do it on Pinterest. It's simpler that way. <laughs> so please go to Pinterest. And if you don't have Pinterest, Google it, please. That's the easiest way for you to see what it looks like. So for Taurians, Taurus rules the neck and throat, including the larynx, vocal cords, tonsils, thyroid, chin, lower jaw, ears, and tongue. This pose provides a steady, deliberate movement that nourishes a, tor- a, tor- a Taurus's patient personality. And for you all, that is the bow pose. So B-O-W pose. So please look it up because it's hard to explain. I mean, it looks easy enough, but it's just, I don't want to like frazzle you guys with trying to, you know, like, oh, then you do this and that. So mindful meditations for each sign. Ooh, and for Taurus, it says manifestation meditation. I love this already. So do some deep breathing to relax in your mind's eye. Picture, ooh, so maybe I should use my meditation voice. (laughs) So let's do that. Let's get ready. Okay, soothing. All right, so do some deep breathing to relax. In your mind's eye, picture stepping into an open car at the beginning of a tunnel. The walls of the tunnel may be natural rock, brick, tile, or any other surface you prefer. When you sit down in the car, it begins to move through the tunnel at a comfortable speed. In the distance, there is a light at the end of the tunnel. And as you move toward it, you notice a sign above your head on the tunnel wall with a number 22 written on it. As you continue, always breathing slowly and deeply, you pass sign with the numbers 21, 2019, 18, 17, 16, 15, 14, 13, 12, 11, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, Four, three, two, one. You have reached the light at the end of the tunnel. You are now in a place where you and your unconscious mind will communicate. To do this, see yourself somewhere in a place where you can feel absolutely safe and at peace. This is the place you've always dreamed of being in. Or maybe it is a place that you actually visited once and had such a wonderful time that you have always wanted to go back again. You decide where you are and what your special place of power is going to look like. You are there now. What do you see? Observe what comes into your mind without judgment. There is no right or wrong in your special place. You may see yourself as if you were in a movie filmed in a special place of power, or you may feel yourself in a scene so vividly 
that you can see in the snowiest surroundings as if you were there. Because to your unconscious mind, you are there. And now as you see yourself vividly in your place of power, see and feel that you are happy, healthy, and more relaxed than you have ever felt before. See yourself doing what you've been longing to do. You may see yourself doing the job that you most want to be doing and being paid well for your work. You may see yourself with your ideal partner, someone who is treating you the way you want to be treated. Or you may see yourself looking the way you want to look and weighing the amount you want to weigh. Let yourself feel really good about what you are seeing and feeling in your place of power. Let your unconscious mind know that this is the way you really want things to be. Make a friend of your unconscious mind and talk to it as a friend. Realize that it is life lives to help you get your life into the condition that you feel best about. Tell it how you want it to be as you show it the images that are real for you now in your special place of power. Linger there a while, luxuriating in these pleasant sensations. Your unconscious mind now knows that this is what you want to experience and will now begin reprogramming itself to help you to bring these pleasant experiences into your daily life. When you want to, leave your place of power by getting back into the car that you bought you. But but know that you can come back anytime you want to. Feel the car re-enter the tunnel you came from. Notice the numbers on the signs on the roof of the tunnel. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one, twenty-two. You're back. Slowly open your eyes. You should feel relaxed and refreshed. Notice how you feel about seeing yourself doing what you really want to be doing. Did you feel you deserved to get your wish? Did you believe that it was even possible? Gently remind yourself now and again, especially when you are in your place of power, that it is possible for you to get your wish and that you do deserve it. Being resistant to change is a natural part of the changing process and does not make you unworthy of getting your heart's desire. Although you may not yet be experiencing your life exactly the way you want it to be, you must remember that you are worthy of having things the way you want them right now, just the way you are. That's, That's amazing. I really like that one. That was a good one. I hope you guys enjoyed that. Um, I've also been thinking about doing some kind of like guided meditations. Um, I just gotta like, you know, see how it is because I feel like you know, my voice is, is soothing enough. I mean, if you think so, I don't know if you do or not. Um, so breathing affirmations for each sign. Uh, Taurus is focus and clarity comes from the practice of being one pointed in your attention. I breathe in the discipline to make strengthening my body, mind, and spirit an enjoyable de- daily ritual. I am filled with determination. I breathe out procrastination and distraction. Good. good Beauty tips. Um, 
You like to stick to a system. You become rather fixed in your habits, and you cannot tolerate deviation from your system. First cleanser, then toner, then serum, then moisturizer, then eye cream. Don't forget neck cream. You could benefit from hanging up on your routine a bit. You tend to accumulate skin, hair, makeup, and nail tools and buy a lot as you are in love with beauty. That does not surprise me at all. (laughs) So healing colors. Uh, Taurus is spring green and pink. Pink is the color of personal happiness. This lively yet gentle shade reflects optimism, a youthful attitude, and the ability to take chances. It signifies romance. It has the ability to bring a fresh perspective to any endeavor. Pink can be used to promote self-esteem. Wear pink to welcome joy and beauty. Spring green says growth, balance, and harmony. A simple spell for pink. Everyone needs a little of this color in their life. Create a pink corner in your bedroom or bathroom. Do this by filling a shallow glass bowl with a variety of pink objects stone shells even candy whenever you feel you need a fresher more youthful perspective on matters visit your pink corner and run your hands over the items your point of view will be refreshed and updated sleep advice what helps a tourist fall asleep is to have a great meal followed by an appreciation of the accomplishments of the day Then to be in a beautifully appointed room with a large, sumptuous bed to match, surrounded by some of the wonderful pieces of the various collections and reminders of their many triumphs over obstacles in their path. Their comforter would have to be one of the finest materials as soft and luxurious as possible, and preferably thick and substantial. It could weigh more than any other sign would want a comfort to weigh. So that is it for that, for the wellness. So let's go ahead and jump into the, let's see what our um, cards, our, our energy for Taurus season is going to be. And I recommend this deck highly, especially if you want to learn astrology. It is called... Heavenly Bodies Astrology um, by Lily Ashwell. <laughs> it's it's really gorgeous, beautiful art. It just it speaks to my Pisces soul. <laughs> okay, it just does. It just really, it really just works well with it. So let's go ahead and pull. Let's do three cards. So. Let's see. But yeah, I really like uh, these. This is like funner ways of learning astrology. I'm just shuffling the cards right now, guys. Shuffling. I like to use these things for my, um, to, you know, like test my intuition as well. It makes it really fun. And then go ahead and split them a couple times. And let's go ahead and pull three. All right. Let's see what we got, guys. So what is our Taurus season energy? And we got, ooh, Sagittarius. Optimism, exploration, and freedom. Just perfect. We got Uranus, radically radically change. Ooh. And we got fire, confidence, optimism, passion, and bravery. So let's read what these are. 
So we got Sagittarius first. Let's go ahead and read what it is. I just got this deck, so that's why I can't really like just do it like you know, like off the off the thing. But you know, like I said, we're learning together. So it says basically life is an adventure for Sagittarius explorer. These these beings are seekers, insatiably curious and driven by big questions. Most notably, why am I here? They're forward thinking and forever inspired. They're the like their ruling planet Jupiter, they have a larger-than-life presence with independence and optimism to begin again and again in every new quest born from deep existential longing, and they often feel most at home on the journey, being more interested in philosophy and the world of ideas than reality. Sagittarius is dedicated to a higher learning and things that expand the mind. Anything from foreign travel to university, psychedelics, it's freedom-loving and unattached, both in thought and in action. However, the same sweeping viewpoints which create is a moral compass, ethical code, and inspire visions can make it a bit aloof, and if this energy doesn't remember to stop and smell the roses to connect with the small earthly pleasures and feats, it's prone to chronic dissatisfaction. No distance is far enough for this arrow blaze landing only leaves its its wild imagination wanting more. So energetics of this card is optimism, philosophy, ethics, imagination, exploration, independence, experiences. Seeking freedom, a journey, an adventure, an adventure, and shadow is chronically dissatisfied, aloof. And the omen for this card is: How do you navigate life? Do you typically respond emotionally or logically, passively or actively? Are you a bold move or a safe player? Maybe a mix of all. It's time to begin begin piloting from a broader, deeper belief system. You're being asked to develop a moral code, a personal creed. Anything from a self-written sentence filled with integrity and expressing your values to a full-blown life philosophy. Develop an, an ethical umbrella unique to you to shape the lens through which you pilot your life. It will set you free and elevate your navigations. And to me, um, even though this is the card of Sagittarius, how we, how we can apply this to Taurus season as it represents optimism, exploration, and freedom. And what did it say earlier that Tauruses are known to basically hold on to things that is no longer serving them or to not, you know, look past uh, of doing a new way of something because it's stuck in its comfort zone. We can use the energy of this, you know, of that, of the Sagittarius, um, um, oh my gosh, I always get like stumped because I start thinking too hard on it. We can use that energy of the Sagittarius, you know, and move, you know what I mean? Like, try something different. Explore new ways in Taurus season. Don't hold on to something that's not serving you, but instead look at something else that could work, you know, something that will benefit you in the long run, you know, something that will help you take out, take you out of that comfort zone this season. Allow yourself to explore different things um, in all aspects of your life. Beauty, try new hairstyle, try new clothes, try new makeup, um, knowledge, read something new, read something you've been interested, uh, interested in, finances, start learning to invest, invest something, start saving money, you know, start um, looking at side hustles to make more money, right? Um, what fitness, try new exercises, 
try something you've never tried, try yoga, try, um, what F45 or something like that. Try a new hit, try a new move with weights, weightlifting, you know, um, just try something different, explore your surroundings, go outside, go to a place that you've never been to and allow yourself to be one with nature. So this is a really good card um, to use. And I think it's good that Sagittarius is kind of like being our little teacher here for um, Taurus season. So the next one we're going to read is Uranus, the planet. And as it stated, radically changed. So you guys, this is like really powerful stuff to me because it's just all coming like forth and, you know, like, it's like, it's, it's that time. Now is the time for that, you know, the change and to try different things, you know, like the world is changing in itself. So let's go ahead and read it. It says, you're honest, the, dis- the disruptive force pushes through the status quo and causes sudden change. It's a radical forward thinking energy prompting revolution and restructuring breakthroughs. It sparks ideas ahead of their time and the slow speed at which Uranus moves mimics the gradual process of changing the collective mindset. It it takes decades for earthly life to align with Uranus um, reformist stirrings. This force is linked to inner truth, quality, and freedom. On a personal level, it inspires intellectual and spiritual awakenings that lead to profound life changes or a collective level. It prompts changes in society that lead to the enhancement of human life. Before Uranus was found, Saturn was considered the edge of the solar system. The very discovery of this planet dismantled mankind's perception of reality. So energetics, disruption, restructuring, breakthroughs, radical forward thinking, um, experience and awakening sudden change, your inner truth, your quest for freedom. So the omen, um, Uranus, the great awakener says, open your mind to the realm of possibilities. What do you dream of doing and who might you become? This is this energy has got a kick like an electric current. current. Nervous, nervous excitement and even anxiety may surface as you feel the pull toward the radical shift. What itch for, itch for the change, the, the desire for freedom and liberation? What are you yearning to adjust? Be deeply honest about what's working and what's not. Be radically open to something new. This energy is about allowing yourself freedom to take up your size space in the world and the kicker is you're, you're boundless again see this is another um with the Sagittarius this is another thing of saying it is time for you to change it's time for a change it's time to think where you want to be like where where do you want to where do you want to see you're trying to become your highest self so what do you see for your highest self how can you get there that's when you need to know you need to change some things to be able to reach your highest self, right? And in this Taurus season, this is the time to do that. Start making plans of this is what I want to be and this is how I'm going to achieve it. Not, oh, am I going to or but I'm too scared. It's not a, it's not a time to, you know, like talk yourself out of it. Yeah, you're going to be scared a little bit, but that's when you know that it's going to cost some growth, right? Like, um you always get a little anxious right before you do something. You're always like, well, should I, should I not? But if you never try, you'll never grow. You'll never understand what, you know, what you're doing. Where you go. I'm sorry, I'm getting distracted because there's like somebody here that's, I don't know, looking like they're like trying to steal something and scaring the hell out of me. So forgive me for that, but it just really ruined and... <laughs> 
kept me out of my um my you know what I was thinking I was gonna say so let's jump to fire because I'm trying to get back in the house this is some weird shit right now um okay so our last card that we pulled is fire confident optimism passion and bravery so with fire it says fire is a spark that starts all life passionate and ever growing as it is fueled by its own well of inspiration a fearless optimism force with untiring faith in the vision it holds it's the flame burning in the lighthouse window, a beacon in the night. The confidence of this element creates a wild, spontaneity, free-willing, and untethered to the past, inherently creative as it moves toward what will be independent and generous. It gives with ease and fears no lack. Fire feeds upon itself for its own life-giving elixir. When harnessed, this pure life force becomes a creation. It is the passion, the beginning, the motivation, but not the ex- executor. It lacks structure, and with too much fire, nothing moves past the launch phase. Alone is not a sustainable energy source, and running on fire can lead to burnout. It can be dramatic and focused, erratic and destructive. Yet, a little fire and nothing begins. It's your drive to live, your urge to try. Energetics, inspiration, conf- confidence, bravery, optimism, spontaneity, creativity, Experiences connecting through warmth, generosity, and passion, and the shadow, impulsive, impatient, lacking follow-through. So make space for creativity and passion. Express freely without expectation through drawing, dancing, singing, or a deep belly laugh with a friend. No matter the, the means, bliss lights a fire in your belly and brings you to your inner, your heart space. Nurture this connection to your uplifting, life-giving energy within. Remember how it feels. Let it be your guiding light as you move through the world. You, you, your most vibrant life stems from the heart, and you must practice joy to hear this rhythm. This is beautiful. Yes, even though we have gotten out the fire season, fire is always important, guys, so much. You need to have that, that you know, like that spirit of creativity where you want to create things, where you want to set forth and do the things that you are passionate about and take, you know, like get everything that you have written down that you have in your mind that you want to do and just go ahead and do it. You don't want too much fire. Cause like they said, if you have too much, which I feel like sometimes I go between having too much fire or not having enough. Right. Because I have been, um, I don't know. I just feel like even though I've been working quite hard to get some things done. I have so many ideas, so many things I want to do that then I don't end up really finishing them. And then there's times where I feel overexhausted by that, that then I don't have any energy to follow through for them. So I'm trying to find that happy medium. Um, it's weird because like I've tried to use um, fire related crystals like carnelian and um, all that stuff and um, citrine and everything like that. And I don't know what it is, but it's just like, it, it makes me overly like, oh, it's like so much energy in it. It just makes me to the point where I get like, to the point where I'm, I feel like I'm having panic attacks. I get overly anxious and overly like, where I just like, I want to do this. I want to do that. Like, I'm just like, kind of like bouncing off the walls. So I feel like the energies are a little too strong for me. And that's why I feel like if the fire energies are too strong, and same with even some of the air energies. 
um, my body seems to be really calling in earth and water energies where I guess, like I said, I've been in that fire energy and air energy for years, guys, a lot of years. (laughs) And, um, it's just like, my body is just saying no, like, you know, it's only been three, like what, it it just turned three years on April 5th since, you know, I've, I haven't been able to, I haven't been clear to go back to work and I've been still trying to find myself in that masculine and fiery energy, um, an airy energy of, I got to do this, 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 you know, and it's just like, my body has literally been like, no, like, no, (laughs) like, I don't care if it's been almost three years, you just still got to, you have to move slow, but still you move, but move more slow and, you know, be more present than always focusing on what's next in the future and everything else. So that's why I feel like these, um, that card reading was amazing they all fit very well for the Taurus season you know we had the Sagittarius season where it says to be free and explore you know like things and try new things and we had Uranus for like a you know a radical change like what are the things you want to change this season and then we had the fire you know be creative be passionate you know like create something that you've always wanted to do you know have that fire within you and that's what I want to see used for this season guys it's a wonderful, very soft season and a healing season to me too. Cause it's just like, to me, earth just, it's like earth and water seasons for me are like healing seasons for me, in my opinion. It just really makes me like slow down and um, really just kind of just be, you know what I mean? Just be present and grateful and all that good stuff. So the last, um, I'm also sorry, like I said, about the Uranus, because there was this person hanging around the houses that look, was trying to, like, look like she was trying to climb over the neighbor's fence, because I was looking at her, she kind of walked away, and then she starts looking at the stuff, and then she finally walks away, because she sees I'm still looking, so it really kind of cut off my connection of flow that I was going with, but I want to do our last ritual card, um, this is Wild Rituals Intentions deck. Uh, so our attention with, um, Taurus season, let's see, so I'm just shuffling the cards, and then you guys can always practice these, they're very fun, extremely fun, so I would recommend these, I got them from Teen Wild, and let's see, we're going to pull, ooh, it's a flower, and it says release, wow. Oh, this just, I don't know, this just really makes my soul, like, leap in happiness, because it's just, everything seems to be really working in sync with each other. So, release. The purpose is when the weight of ancient chains become too much to bear, when you are ready to progress the next plateau of your spiritual evolution, when the ties that bind no longer hold power over you, empower this card. History and the lore for this card is, Etheric cords or energetic cords are activated when we connect on a deep level with another person. When positive, these cords can energize and enliven when negative or toxic. Um, These connections can leave an individual feeling drained, feeling drained, despondent, or even manipulated. These cords can remain even after physical association have ended, resulting to in continued subconscious energetic communications between individuals. So the tools you need for this, 
is an instrument akin to a sword or a tool to sever a connection. This could be a literal object such as a small ritual dagger or a knife, always away from children in a safe and controlled environment. This could also simply require using your hand as a figurative tool of cutting the connection. Ritual instructions. Find, find a quiet space where you'll, you'll not be disturbed. Release your mind and body. Envision this energetic core that is still tying you to the person or energy from which you wish to disconnect. Hold a clear intention of freedom, light, and liberation in your mind and affirm. I now cut this connection for my highest, greatest, and most love-centered good. I release this energy back to this point of origin with perfect love and perfect trust. For the good of all, I am free. I am light. I am whole. With those words, use either your hand as a sword or your instrument of, of choice and slice an X through the air in front of you. Express gratitude with action and visualize these energetic cords being cut and releasing your back, you back to your true pure form. After the ritual is completed, give thanks, ground yourself, and drink plenty of water from internal purification. Setting the intention after the above affirmation, set the intention of remaining clear and whole between your mind, body, and spirit. Repeat this ritual as many times as needed until you feel your energy return to you, until you feel light and free once again. So you guys, this is an amazing card, and what's even better is if I were you guys, I would definitely do this and save this this release ritual for tomorrow, because tomorrow we have a super moon. We have the big pink super moon in Scorpio, and we know what Scorpio does, y'all. They uncover secrets. It's going to uncover secrets. Secrets are going to start coming out. This is your time to reflect and release the shit that's not working for you. Plus, you have Taurus, who's nurturing, right? So you want to just, like, use that energy. It's a very powerful moon. I, it's it's one of the most powerful, from what I've read, of 2021. So this, if you have crystals, and let's say you forgot for the last full moon, don't forget for this one. <laughs> Um, make sure you charge your, your crystals with this full moon. Make sure you make your moon water, which I am, because the last moon water I made, it was the full moon in Libra. Um, so I'm going to make some moon water. I have a really cute, uh, I should, like, I'm going to post my moon water bottle. I have it, like, dressed out with all these little, like, chains to try to make it look like it's, like, from, like, World of Warcraft or, like, some kind of, like, magical, like, story or something. But yeah, so I'm going to make some new moon water um, and yeah, make sure you charge, make sure you do this kind of ritual and just really make sure you write and reflect tomorrow because it's really, I'm definitely going to um, release a lot, some stuff that's been, I've been kind of like carrying with me a little bit. So, but that is the end of this episode. I am definitely going to do a little mini bonus episode tomorrow about the Scorpio full moon, the pink Scorpio full moon um, and such. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I love you so much. I really appreciate you guys. Please follow me at the Charming Libra on Instagram. Please, um, you know, uh, subscribe and rate the podcast. Um, because like I said, I just, I enjoy, you know, learning with, and you know, you guys hearing me. Cause I feel like we're all just in a group, just listening to each other. And, um, yeah, it's just really nice and it makes me feel good. So 
Um, you guys take care. I love you lots. And I will 